What's up, Smugcast? Uh, <clears throat> got another great episode this week. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Ranger Nutrition. Uh, Ranger Nutrition is a disabled veteran-owned company, like I've said before. Uh, they make all-natural sports nutrition products. Uh, they're great. I'm on them. BJ's on them. Uh, BJ's taking the testosterone uh, boosters. I take the protein. Um, the protein is by far the best protein I've ever had. Um, you don't need a shaker. You can simply put it in a half bottle of water and shake it up. It's not clumpy. It's smooth. It's great. They got two flavors. They got vanilla. They got chocolate. Um, I like to mix them both. You get about uh, 25 milligrams uh, or 25 grams of protein per scoop. Uh, it's, it's, it's really good, I, especially if you mix the chocolate and the vanilla. Uh, it's probably, it, it, it's my favorite coffee in the morning. <laughs> you can put it in your coffee, you stir it up, it's great. Um, but they, uh, like I said, it's all natural. Uh, made right here in the States by a former Army Ranger. Uh, the dude is a badass still to this day. Uh, but you can find them at rangernutrition.com. Uh, use promo code SMUGCAST at checkout and you will receive 15% off your order. Uh, also, got to thank Jay's Wings and Seafood over on the east side of Indianapolis. Um, phone number for them is 317-890-0088. Uh, you can call in your order. Save you some time. Swing over, pick it up. Give them promo code SMUGCAST. You'll get 10% off your order. Uh, also, a big shout out to Repo Records. Uh, they they help us out with the audio all the time. Uh, they hooked us up here in the studio. They've they've taught us about sound. They uh, they got some big things in the works. Um, kind of seems like they're a good sponsor for this week's episode. <clears throat> but that is uh, Repo Records taking the music back. Um, this week uh, we're we're doing this intro a little different because we recorded this. Um, with concept uh, last weekend um, I will say that the audio is is a little sketchy um, we it was late you know he's 14 hours ahead of us um, and we, we we stayed up I don't even not really stayed up but uh, I think we started we ended up record started to record this at about a quarter till 11 um, on a Sunday night and uh, Everything that could have went wrong went wrong. <laughs> BJ was there, of course, and he's here today. But um, we, um, it was it was a nightmare. We, I had, you know, you plan and you plan and you plan for something like this, and then one thing goes wrong and it all goes wrong. And we had one option. Well, we had two options. One we didn't want to do, which is the one we ended up having to do. The other was to use uh, FaceTime on, you know, on my computer and um, record it that way. Well, uh, because Apple is a bunch of assholes, uh, FaceTime wouldn't work. So uh, we ended up having to just record it straight off of speakerphone on a phone. Uh, it doesn't sound bad. I mean, it's obviously a little different than what you're probably used to uh, from us, but uh, it's a great interview. I mean, absolutely. The dude really kind of spoke his mind. Uh, I was kind of surprised he actually stayed on as long as he did. Um, I don't talk a lot, uh, mainly because I ended up having to slam the microphone down by the phone um, because something else had went wrong. Uh, but it, but it's still though. Uh, you know, 
I ask for patience, <laughs> but it, uh, it he gets into some stuff and it's 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 really pretty good. Um, BJ, you got anything to add, bud? Yeah, I mean, if you're a true hip hop fan, even it's pretty it's pretty cool the insight. Um, he tell I mean, a lot of times when you hear interviews, they they're not very candid like this. He actually goes into some things I didn't think he'd go into that are pretty cool. Um, we get into talking about Ghost Riders. We get into talk about um, where he used to work at uh, Fat Beats in New York how he got his name and he went into a lot of things that that were really interesting to me so even if you're not a big hip-hop fan it's still pretty cool to be able to listen to what he has to say and his, and his name is concept he gives us all his um, information i am concept.com he's been one of my favorite artists since like 2011 and now he just got signed he tells us how he got signed to sony music and it's 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 a pretty cool feeling because um I just emailed him. We, we sent out a lot of emails to a lot of people. And I mean, we don't send them out to a list. We don't, unless they're smoking hot. Then we try to get them on the show. <laughs> so, I'm, look, I'm looking to that porn star episode. When we getting that one, <laughs> we got to Skype with her. Skype. So yeah, it was, it was, it was nervous is because this is somebody that I've had played in my car. I've bought his music. This is somebody that I really like and to get a chance to talk to him. I mean, when the text came through, it says, "Hey, the, hey, yo, this is concept." I was, I got, yeah. a little, I got nervous. Yeah, we got it. We we did. He, uh, you know, of course, BJ gave him, you know, his phone number, and uh, we're sitting there about time to record, and all of a sudden, BJ's phone goes off, and he looks at it, and it's like a weird number, and then he looks at it, and it's like, "Hey, yo, this is concept," and we're like, "Holy shit, <laughs> this dude just texted you." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it says, yo, it's concept. And then I was like, uh, real cheesy, what up, yo? I didn't know what to say. <laughs> he's trying to be ghetto. But it's <laughs> but it's, it's all in capital letters when he said concept. He's like, oh, my bad. Autocorrected the caps, ha ha. And he couldn't get into Skype. Uh, for some reason, he was having Skype issues and stuff like that. And like he was saying is, you know, we've been looking forward to this. It's a great interview. Um, the audio, it is what it is, but still, though, for him to come on and give us an hour, because we thought it might be 15, 20 minutes, and then the rest of it would be me and AP filling it in. But he just, I mean, if you listen to the end of it, he wants to keep talking, and then... Yeah, we end up we end up, we end up just having to more or less cut him off. We didn't want to, but we, we were kind of getting to a point in the show where it was, it, I mean, it was late. I mean, we didn't we didn't stop till what midnight. It, it, it was something like that. I didn't get home to around one. Finally settled in around one. And then the thing about it was, I was using my phone to call, and I always use my phone to pull up things I have. Yeah. And I was afraid to touch my phone, so I had yeah. all these notes. So you'll hear me say, "Uh, well," and then I'll and I'll say, "Hey, this is a cliche question because yeah. I didn't know what to say." Yeah. But he was no, he was funny. We talk about dabbing and uh, <laughs> music yeah. and all kinds of stuff. And so and he's he's a great guy. He's going to come back on in uh, probably end of March. Yeah, when the new album drops. Promote his album, and they said, yeah, text me with anything you need. I'm like, I'm not going to bother you, man. <laughs> no shit. I'm, we're not texting him. No, I email <laughs> Like, I told him about the show, and I emailed him. Yeah, and I, I, I meant to send him an email this week, but I just so well, I'm gonna, yeah, spaced and, it. No, it's because he's he booked a world tour, and then he booked yeah. a, a tour of all of Japan, all of Asia, uh, Korea, North Korea or South Korea, not North. South going Korea. North nobody's going to North Korea. I don't think you can get in there. If you do, you ain't coming back. So I, I'm like I said, it was pretty awesome. Um, we've only been doing this a short time, and to be able to get something, someone like that on. And the cool part is, it's kind of, it's kind of. We had I normal, 
um, come out with uh, Mr. Jack, and that had a great response. This, I think, this is a great interview, and then we just we got some things lined up that I'm uh, pretty excited about. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, <clears throat> we'll talk uh, a little more at the end as of what we are, uh, what what we what we got coming up. Uh, just got kind of give you guys a little heads up. We got some cool stuff going on. So, and the only, I like doing that, but every time I do it, I get so nervous. I know I'm nervous. Somebody's gonna last minute. Oh, I can't make it. <laughs> you know what we'll do? What? Call Craig. <laughs> Call Craig. Come on, Craig. <laughs> Come on, Craig. <laughs> so I hope you really enjoy the interview. Like I said, it's one of my favorite artists, and I and I hope you like it. So this is our interview with uh, Concept. All right. So we're just gonna get right into it. No intros. You know who the hell we are. All right. Let's get into it. We got a uh, got a special guest with us uh, by phone today. Uh, this is Concept. Not your average rapper. <laughs> that is right. That is right. <laughs> He's actually in, uh, once you tell the folks where you're actually at right now. I am in Seoul, South Korea right now. Uh, I came out, I flew out here to Asia, to Korea, what was supposed to be for two weeks, and I have been here for a month and a half already. Um, it has been an amazing experience. It is... Uh, I can't say anything else besides it being amazing. But uh, yeah, I came out here for some shows, uh, the tour, ended up getting booked for a bunch of more shows. Um, and then I um, worked out a deal. I don't know if we should get right into it, but I worked out a deal to say. We worked out a deal. I worked out a deal with uh, Sony Music Asia. And I will be releasing an album through Sony. Uh, I don't have a date exactly yet we don't have an exact date yet but it's looking like it's going to be early march that i released my album with sony oh wow that's awesome hell yeah man because you were you uh you released a fuel ep which uh was awesome uh definitely go on itunes and check that out and then you also were in la at the red bull red bull studios working on flight correct correct um and both of those were through um through my own label um independently um and you know, I had we had distro and, and stuff for it, but uh, yeah, that was that was all done independently. So this will actually be my uh, first album, actually through an actual like label, and it's and it's Sony. So very excited about it. That's awesome. Yeah, when I saw the news came out, I was I was pretty excited because um, it's one of those it's one of those things where there's a lot of music out there right now, and it's a lot to decipher through. But when you, it's very rare where you get to see an artist almost where they first started. And then see where they're at now, and it's it's something that's been pretty cool for me because a lot of times you hear artists right when they're on the radio and they first come out, you don't get to see them when they first, like they start evolving in it, and you're like, holy cow! And then I saw that you got signed, and I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. It's been, you know, like I said, man, it's just been an amazing experience. I like, you know, I came out here and played some shows, and I had one of the Sony reps come out to check out my show, and uh, he loved it, and. And then we, uh, yeah, we talked and we made it happen. So, well, it looks like you're, uh, like, uh, you're having a great time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's my first time in Asia, too. So, it's just been, it's just been incredible. I'm working with some artists out here, um, working with this artist named Bosca that's out here that's, you know, that's been making a lot of noise for, you know, a bunch of years out here. Um, so working with him on some stuff. And, uh, and then what basically once I put out, once we drop the album on Sony, um, I'm gonna do a full. We're gonna do a full tour of Asia. Um, literally hit everywhere: Japan, Shanghai, Thailand, Taiwan, Korea. 
the summer we're setting up a world tour right now so. oh that's awesome ah. <laughs> we will be there <laughs> if you come in here no that's and that's just phenomenal is because i know that you are not an an overnight sensation you've been doing this for a long time and and you know and i think that's one thing is we just started this it's been not that long but we're paying our dues now and um but that's one thing that we've I've saw you do is pay your dues. It just wasn't one of those video sensations. You blew up and then yada yada yada. Man, I've been working hard, but at the same time, I love what I do so much. So it's you know I always always have a blast doing it, and I wouldn't change anything else. You know, and like um, I have been doing this a long time, and there are artists that blow up very quickly, and I've seen artists around me, um, you know blow up very quickly as well and you know people that i know personally blow up and um at the same time i wouldn't trade anything you know i, I don't I, i'm glad that it, that it didn't happen any other way than it is right now because uh i think i appreciate it a lot more and you know i'm grateful for everything and and honestly i've you know i've learned a lot so you know throughout the time if i would have blown up really quick just say like say like i would have had a video come out and just explode it's like you know, maybe I wouldn't have learned, you know, all the different things that I have and, you know, really learned each step of it. So now when I, you know, when I go into a project, when I go into my business, when I go into my career and what I do, it's like I know, I know all the little ins and outs and I've learned, you know, each step of it and I've learned each, you know, every, from every angle of it, you know, not just from like the artist perspective, but like, you know, I managed myself for a long time and I did my own marketing for a long time and I, you know, I worked at a record store for a long time. Like, so all of those things really, you know, they, they taught me, you know, to really know how to run my entire business. And that was Fat Beats, correct? Yeah, I worked at Fat Beats record store in New York City. Until they closed. Yeah, because I remember you guys put out the video um, about when you guys were all working there, the Brown Bag All-Star video. So, and that's... I, th I still think we need more places like that where you can actually, and you don't see that a lot more. I mean, I know with iTunes and Apple Music and all that, it's so easy to get music now, but there are still, do you remember the very first um, hip hop CD tape that you bought as a kid? Um, my first tape ever was Michael Jackson Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Chambers, um, 
they all sold so so many so many he got me red man what the album it seems like it seems like that's the same thing that happened to me i had an older brother who's uh two and a half years older than me but he's only a grade ahead of me and that's what we used to go do my very first one i bought was uh public enemy yo bum rush the show hell yeah and then, but when, you know, then when like when Wu-Tang came out and some of those other ones came out, it was just like, it was just great. Yeah. I remember I got, uh, my mom actually bought me Ready to Die, thinking Ready to Die. And I can remember listening to the cassette tape, like in like, we had a little apartment in Queens or whatever, and I was like listening to it on like, I had like this little boom box stereo. And I was playing Ready to Die in the, like the interlude where his fucking Faith Evans comes on. Yeah. <laughs> and, my, and my mom's like, what the hell is this? And you had me behind you. I know when my mom for first time heard um um the the it said too much posse and she thought it said something else and she came took my tape away. Yeah. <laughs> that, and that was funny yeah because my mom didn't know what we were buying and then because i'm 36 so luckily that was kind of right before they put parental advisory on some of us so you could still just go buy whatever you wanted yeah 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 and and that was and that was something that was great so and then um what um what's one of the biggest differences about the music scene in asia compared to over here in the states you know, out here, what the energy is so great. It's like, like hip hop is, is it's not obviously a new thing, but like the culture of it out here is pretty new, and like it's really thriving. Like hip hop is really thriving out here right now, and it's really growing. And um, so the energy of it is just, it's just so high. It's like people are very supportive of it. Um, people, and then like on a fan level, like from every aspect, like from you know artist to artist. Um, and then from fan to artist, but like, and then like it shows, like you go out, like like the shows I've been playing is like people come out and just genuinely want to have fun and have a good time. There's like, there's no politics really in it yet. And there's like, because I think that it's so new, you know, and I feel like a lot of other places like politics or like, you know, some people, not that people don't have fun in the States, people definitely have fun, but like you have the, you have the percentage of people that are like there to either like look cool or they like want to go or, or it's politics involved or um or they're there for like on like a different agenda you know and here i just feel like people are just like people just want to have fun people want to come out to the shows and party and just like you know they're not scared to tell you that you know that they're mega fans of you and um yeah it's just just the vibe out here is just amazing it's awesome yeah because and that's one of the good that's a great point is is a lot of times is they're just they're there because it's for the environment and some people just like don't want to hear it's like oh where you what show are you going to and they're like oh yeah that well that's garbage and you're like well how do you know have you ever went to a show have you ever seen them or really listened to it or are you just saying that because that's what everybody else is saying yeah and and or the opposite though and, and at the same time and or the opposite because there's so much hype around shit too so like you know some people just some people like i feel like are fans of people that they don't even know what the hell the music sounds like and it's like it's like you're just you just like that artist because you were told to like that artist you don't actually like genuinely listen to the music you know um where like yeah out here people like i said just people just like truly want to go have fun and enjoy themselves and there's like you know there's nothing else to it you know they're not trying to go out to like look cool or like you know wear their wear their new sneakers and like look cooler than someone else like that's not what like people are just here to have fun and enjoy it and like really fucking care about the music yeah and we've got away from that a little bit where and that's where i've kind of and that's where i've been able to find different artists is 
Well, and me and SoCon actually talked about this on Twitter and when I made a comment, I feel like if we put the energy behind some of the some of these other artists instead of other ones that are slammed down our throat, and I think we would have a better broad spectrum of what's really out there. Exactly. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, because constantly I don't, I mean, I don't need, I'm not going to name any artists, but I just get tired of just constantly having things say, well, you need to like this. This is what I need you to buy. It's like being a, a, a cog in a wheel, like, and that's what we're supposed to all just keep doing is that, buying exactly. that. Exactly. It's the same people, and it's not the artist's fault. It's, uh, you know, generally speaking, it's like the publication's fault and, like, the blog's fault, you know, or the magazine's fault because, you know, they're not, like, and even, because the problem is, even if the writers at the magazines, you know, like a different artist, it's like they're not allowed to write about them because they don't have enough fucking Twitter followers or Instagram <laughs> followers. Or, you know, and they're like, you know, they're like, oh, we can't write, but we really like this artist and they make great music, but we, they don't have enough Twitter followers, so we have to write about this person. And it's like, that's like, this shit is ass backwards. It's like, you know, if you wrote about these artists that you like and about the musicians that are making quality music, then they could get to a level to have that same platform as some of these other bigger artists that have this hype. But the problem is, is that the publications aren't, they're just get, they're not going to write about those smaller artists. They're just going to write about the people that, that have the hype at the moment, you know? Um, and I think that it's, I think that it's a problem. I think that it's a major problem. The good thing is, is that I feel in the last year, here is that people are blogs are, are as less powerful as they were oh yeah because and that's one thing is that we're finding out because we're self-promoting this ourselves, like our podcast yeah. we're doing ourselves. and I, and one thing i didn't realize is and, and ap knew this better than me was like holy shit there's a lot a lot of work to be done just in self-promoting not not in an arrogant way but just try to get yourself out there it's it's yeah not for sure like um, so I did that campaign over, like I started in the summer and I did it basically until I left here and the campaign hasn't necessarily stopped, you know, I just did this video and stuff, but where I released those, you know, I released a song every week for like 14 weeks. Um, and what, what that actually was, was that I, you know, I had recorded all this music, um, and I was like thinking about how I wanted to go about releasing it. Um, so what I decided to do was do a little experiment and I, the reason why I released, you know, I had basically had an album's worth of music and I wanted to release it single by single and just see how it, how it grew. Um, and I also, what I did was I didn't really rely so much on the blogs. Um, not that I didn't send it out to blogs or send it out to people, but typically speaking, I'm like more dependent on like, all right, let's try to get, you know, let's try to get in onto these bigger placements and these bigger platforms. And with this, honestly, I wasn't really worried about that. I just, you know, I had hip hop, the X premiere, each of the songs. Um, but for the most part, you know, I just basically had them and I relied on my own fans and my own fan base and my social media, um, and, you know, helping spread the word that way. And I released a song every week. Um, and I wanted to see how it grew and, you know, I, it, worked out better than I could have imagined. You know, I had, you know, I had my, my actual fans, you know, sharing my stuff from my site or from my pages, like my SoundCloud, etc. rather than like worrying about like, Hey, let's try to get it on the fader and how many plays can it get from that site? You know what I mean? It was, it was more concerned about just using my own pages and my own, my own reach and see where it would go. Um, and shit, I mean, it's it's moved pretty well. I just dropped this Understand Me video last week, and we're at like fifty five thousand plays on it right now. I saw it. I love the video. I one of my favorite songs you released uh, during that time was Evicted. Oh hell yeah! 
Yeah, I love that one too. Just because I like you doesn't mean that I would wife you. <laughs> as we say, as we say here at Smutcast, hashtag side chick. Just because I like you doesn't mean that I would wife you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, I mean that's great. Is because you're actually putting music out for people, and and you put out a lot of. And one thing I was surprised about when I first started um, following some of you guys was is how much free music is that you guys actually put out there. And then, but I will admit, I did go buy it all on iTunes. I just, I will admit that. Thank you, thank you very much. Because I was like, because I was like, you know, because at first I was like, you know, you on SoundCloud is where you go find all that stuff, find all the music, and be released. And um, and then, but also, so listeners, he's on iTunes. Come on, just like we asked you to download and rate our shows, go on to buy his music, help someone out that's a, a great artist instead of instead of stealing music. Don't steal stuff no more. Don't steal it. You can you can go on Spotify and add it to your playlist too. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I just yeah, I mean, there's so much ways to get get music and like that. And I I wasn't and I want to ask one cliche question that you probably get a lot. What was some of what was some of your biggest influences um, growing up when you first before you started doing this? Um, I mean, you know, like like some of the artists that I was saying before about like the first tapes, like obviously like Wu Tang, um, you know, Nas Nas is my favorite rapper um but like black thought from the roots uh de la soul tribe called quest um red man Farrell Munch. um those are you know those are my favorite but then at the same time you know i listen i listen to a lot of different music i listen to you know just like i listen to indie and i listen to electronic music and um i listen to a lot of like a lot of different singers and stuff so like that's why like you'll hear like in the fuel you know, it, you know, that has, you know, some different, you know, the records aren't always, they're not always just boom bap records, you know what I mean? They're just yeah. like, you know, they're sort of like a mix of, you know, of just everything that I listen to and everything that inspires me. So, um, but as far as rappers go, those are, those are definitely my favorite rappers. Um, and then what I've been listening to, I'm not sure if you heard of the group Cruel Youth, but uh, if you haven't, you should definitely go check them out because they're pretty amazing. Yeah, that's definitely awesome. And um on some of the videos that you've done my one of the ones that me and um ap really like was i believe it was excitement where you yeah. actually do the um is it a good do you use a gopro and do that yeah we use gopros we use two gopros for that video because we actually stole stole the concept on that one uh, on new year's <laughs> eve so yeah, yeah. we did one around the house to uh we were uh, drinking have a good time we made everybody in the house do uh, a mannequin while we walked around Oh man, we shot that video. That video, we started, you know how it shows, the beginning of the video is Jay waking me up on the couch with a bottle of whiskey. Yep. Um, well, that actually was, I mean, I wasn't, the sleeping part was, you know, for the video, pretending to be sleeping like that, but um, we did actually do, you know, that did start at 8 in the morning, and we did actually start drinking that early. <laughs> and because we were like, well, we can't fake it, we actually have to drink it. Um, so we drank from like eight in the morning until like four in the morning. Like when we were like the Times Square shots, like the end shots. Yeah. Times Square. Um, that is like, that's like three in the morning. Um, and we were still drinking. That was a long day. Holy shit. <laughs> all, like throughout the video, all of those, you know, all of those things that happened. 
happened, we actually, like, we did all of those things, and we did that in chronological order, drinking the entire time. So it was like, it was like a music video, and some of it was a little set up, you know what I mean? Like, we had people meet us in different places and shit like that, but it actually all did happen, and we did drink, like, that first bottle of Makers was, like, the really like the giant bottle. We, I, we, went to, we went to the liquor store like three times that day. Holy shit. I, I tell you one thing, then uh, AP would be fine with you guys because we did an episode where someone bought a... Uh, uh, we, 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 our, our things are about an hour long and... Um, Someone brought in uh, what is it? Glenn get what? He 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 brought in Glenn Glenn Fitchett or whatever. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. was like uh, 120 proof, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, we had to cut out about we had to cut out about 30 minutes of the podcast because I was slurring and you just <laughs> I was getting loud and like you just couldn't understand what the hell I was saying. Yo, if there was if there was audio on the excitement video, we'd probably have to delete the whole shit. <laughs> Oh, that's what we had. That's what we had to do to him because he was just like, "B, shut the fuck up." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm like, dude, we're talking about conspiracy theories." All I said was, "Hey, I got a point to make," and he just kept pointing at me. <laughs> it was me, me and me and whiskey don't tango very well. He ended up outside. He ended up in outside in his driveway in his car, uh, laying in the back seat, just saying, "I don't know what's going on," but he kept he do, kept doing that fucking "I love you, man" stuff then. <laughs> Oh, man. That, that movie's incredible. Though. Yeah, it is a great movie. Yeah, what kind of yeah, what kind of movies are you really into? Um, I mean, I like all movies, but I really like um, I actually like dramas. I really like like powerful movies. I like movies that have a strong message, um, and that make you think and really pay attention. Um, but then of course I like comedies. You know what I mean? Like every, you know, I love I love a good comedy. Uh, I love you, man. Is great. Slap at the bass, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but one of one of my favorite movies is um, I was actually telling someone about this movie just the other day. Um, have you ever seen Rain Over Me? It's an Adam Sandler movie, but it's not a comedy. It's not like it's the furthest thing from a comedy. Um, but if you haven't checked it out, you should check it out. It's called Rain Over Me, um, and it's it's Adam Sandler and Don Cheadle, um, and it's basically about like Adam Sandler's family, Pat, you know, dies. And, yeah, yeah, I do know that one. Yep. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really good movie. Yeah, I do know that one, and that's and that's one of the questions we always, and that's one of the questions we always ask in movies because is one of my favorite dramatic movies. It actually has Lawrence Fishburne. It actually has, um, I can't think, it's, but it's called Just Cause. It has Just Cause. Yeah, yeah. It actually it's a movie where um, he's actually wrongly convicted of murder, and he act, and they actually actually go down and try to overturn the murder but it has ed harris plays a psycho in it. if you know ed harris half his head shaved he's in a cell it's it's an older movie it's from the 90s but it's still one of those dramas like because it takes you through race murder small towns all those things can happen so if you if you've never heard of that one that's one of my favorite all-time movies yeah i'm gonna check that out just cause just, yeah because it has a uh, sir sean connery in it oh wow you know i'm gonna definitely check it out plus lawrence fishburne's been one of my favorite actors just forever yeah the um so when so how long do you you're still gonna be in asia probably for you gonna have any time to come home at all uh i'm here for a little bit um i mean right now i I honestly don't i don't have a clue when i'm going to leave here um like i was saying i'm here definitely um it's gonna be touring around asia i'm just finishing up this album that i'm working on out here um for sony 
So basically, once that's done, we're gonna tour Asia with it, or I'm gonna tour Asia with it, and then, um, and then basically do a world tour and hit everywhere else. So um, I may, you know, I may shoot back for a couple weeks sometime um, in that time period. But for right now, yeah, I'm here sort of indefinitely until uh, until I turn in this album. That's amazing. It's just amazing. Just go over there for some shows and then show them your talent, and then they just lock you down. Dude, it's 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 been it's been crazy, man. I came out here with a suitcase. Uh, <laughs> gonna be here for like two weeks, and like you know, I only brought two weeks worth of stuff. <laughs> you know, all, all, all my stuff is in LA right now, so like I've been getting like basically every time I go out, I like buy a new shirt because I'm just sick of wearing the same shit. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> kicks and like you know, a few sweatshirts and a few jackets. You know what I mean? So it's like. Cause I was only planning to come here for two weeks, so like it's like every time I go out, I just like buy a new shirt just so that I haven't, you know. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'd have to like have my homie in LA like ship it out here, and that's just I almost just feel like it's too much of a hassle. So, and 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 it's expensive to ship stuff out here, so I'm just like, eh, I'll just buy some new shit. <laughs> Why not now? You know. Yeah, I traveled for two years for a job, and then I would go to, and then I'd be packing, and I'd just be like, I don't want to deal with this. I would actually go when I would get there, I would just go like. I would just go if it said doing laundry. I would just go buy stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because exactly. because I was on a plane every two weeks, so I just got tired of, and I would just leave stuff. I would just throw stuff away, and I know that sounds really bad and really, but I just if you're if you travel a lot and you've been all over the place a lot, it's just it's just something about having a lot of luggage that just I just don't like to do, especially when you go to the airport. I know, and that's like why, like I mean, if I would have known that I was staying out for longer, I would have brought more stuff, but like. You know, when I didn't know, so I was just like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't need to bring, I was like, I'm wearing a couple sweatshirts, how many sweatshirts do I really need, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm there for two weeks, so I'm like, I could I could do with three sweatshirts kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like, I only need a few t-shirts, I only need a few pairs of pants, I only need to bring a few pairs of sneakers, you know? And then it was like, damn, I'm not going anywhere, and all of my shit is in LA. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was... Did you like? I mean, how much did you enjoy being in LA? Oh man, I love LA. Honestly, like, uh, I I love it out here. Not that I, not that I like want it. Not that I I think I like it here for right now. Especially, I like it here more than LA. But um, I love LA. I was sort of New York. I was sort of like I'm born and raised in New York. Lived in New York my whole life. But I was sort of just over it. You know, I was sort of like I just need a new need a change. I need a new inspiration. And um, New York is like a I don't know. It's it. It almost feels for me, you know. And, and this isn't insulting anybody else because it has nothing to do with any people. But it's just I just feel that it's like a little stale. I feel like people don't really want to help each other. People don't really. Everyone's sort of like to themselves and just sort of like I have this and it's mine. And you know, you do your own thing. I don't care about what you're doing and I'm doing this. Like don't you know what I mean? So it's just sort of like I feel like that mentality is not helpful in this industry that we're in. Um, so, you know, I was going out, I was going back and forth to L.A. a lot, obviously, like, working with Red Bull and working on the album over there. Um, and, you know, I have a lot of friends out there, and I just saw that the, you know, the energy of the people um, was great, and people want to work with each other, and, you know, people work in, obviously, all, you know, aspects of entertainment out there, from film, you know, movies, to, you know, acting, to modeling, to music, etc. And everybody's really, like, 
people want to have a community. You know, people want to like work with other people and, you know, you meet people and they're like, Hey, I work in film and you work in music. Like I can help you. You can help me kind of thing. Whereas in New York, I just feel like everyone's just for themselves, you know? So I needed a change. I just needed a new inspiration. So I went out to LA, um, and shit, I was having a blast, man. I, like it's, it's awesome out there. Um, and you know, I was getting a lot of work done and working with a lot of different people and different brands. Um, so there is, you know, there is part of me that definitely misses LA. Uh, but the way that I see it is LA, LA will always be there for me. And for right now, you know, I'm, like it's great out here and there's, you know, a lot of opportunities out here for me right now. So I'm going to, you know, do this and then, uh, you know, just see where it takes me really. And that's one thing I noticed was, is I, I think it's okay for a dude to say to a dude, you're very stylish. <laughs> I, think it's okay for a dude to I, I didn't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've been married 15 years, so there's, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. giving compliments is hard because most time when you give compliments, they don't believe you because they think that you want some out of it. So that calls, but no, and that's one thing I noticed is was that because um, there was the one video you did where it was the the remix. Um, it was on SoundCloud for a little bit. Um, I always say the wrong the name wrong. Is it Fume, Fume and... Uh... Yeah, Flume and Chet Baker. Yeah. So, and that... Yeah, uh, drop the Game, the Drop the Game remix. I, that's, I mean, that's just one of my... That's I. That's one of my probably all-time top five songs. There's just something about that video. You're in the booth, and then I just love that video. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We shot that video in, uh, in Portland, Oregon. Really? Because mm-hmm. I think... Because it looked a little cold because uh, the, one of the... Um, one of the scenes you're rubbing your hands together. I was like, I wonder if that's in LA or somewhere else. Yeah, no, that was in. Uh, I spent some time in Portland, Oregon. Um, that's why I'm not sure if you saw it too, but I did that. I did the uh, the campaign with Adidas. Yeah, saw that. That was that. That was in Portland as well. Uh, Adidas headquarters is out there. So I, I went out there originally. Actually, I was doing some. I was going to work with Nike um, stuff, and ended up ended up linking with Adidas and started working with them instead. Actually, but both of their headquarters is out there. Um, and then I shot that video, yeah, with the with my dude out there um, in Portland. That was actually and in, in the booth and all that. That was actually the apartment that I was staying in at the time. Oh wow! And the and like the rooftop and stuff. That was all my rooftop at the apartment that I was living at. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, it's and I think that's where the cultures change. And I think a lot of the the big labels and a lot and may i because look what we like what we've been able to do is we've ended up getting three four mics and a mac and then all of a sudden we're on itunes and i think now with a lot of artists there a lot of them are doing a lot of their videos or like you said work with somebody else and a lot of people have like you know recording booths um in their house or in their apartments and stuff like that because that's definitely changed a lot of things for artists hasn't it oh yeah for sure i actually like i i wouldn't i've had my own studio for I don't know, for a long time now, I built my own studio about, like, like eight years ago, maybe. I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe less, but I built my own studio. Um, like, so everything, like, pretty much everything that you've ever heard from me has been recorded myself um, in, in my own studio, in my, in use, typically my own apartment. So, um, like, the fuel, all of those vocals, like, even, like, all the stuff that we do at Red Bull, a lot of the vocals I actually record, like, at least my vocals, I record myself um, in my own studio. And then, like, we, like, for instance, for, like, the fuel, so I recorded all of that in my bedroom. And then, um, 
you know, flew, brought it out to LA and like, that's where we, like, we mixed it. And like, we did all the post-production stuff and brought in different musicians to like the bigger studios, but all of my vocals I recorded on my own. That's awesome. <laughs> Is that the one loft that, that you and that goes back, And that goes back to everything. That's even like the brown bag stuff, all the, all my brown bag verses, all the original brown bag songs, like all like the ones like that we were dropping in like 2010, all of those were recorded in my bedroom in Bensonhurst in Brooklyn. That's, that's awesome. That's amazing. It's speaking my and one of my fa uh if you haven't seen it, there's Brownback All Stars. There like I said, the group that he was a part of with a lot of great artists on it. Um what got me hooked was the agenda remix, the Marco Polo, like the video. It was loved it. Cause that was the that was one of the actually Yeah, because that was actually the first video I saw before Aspirations. And then um when you came on and started talking about Kanye No West and I was just like in the uh, the Ike Turner line on there too. I just lost it. <laughs> Hell yeah! I I have to go back and listen to that. I don't even remember. I don't even remember my verse. It's funny, like like some songs, like just like certain things, like unless I'm performing it live often, because like how I am. So basically, like when I record music, when I release music, I sort of I listen to it a lot before it's released, and then like once it's released, I sort of don't really ever listen to anything. Again, it's like I don't know. It's like a weird thing that I do. Um, so like I haven't listened to Awaken, for instance, in years. I, I, you could tell me verses, and I'd be like, I, I don't even know it. You'll definitely know it more than I do, um, unless I perform it. Like Aspirations, I know really well because I perform it at all my shows. You know what I mean? And like certain songs, like Too Late, I used to perform a lot, and I, you know, the the, the intro October 10, I used to perform a lot. But like, like someone recently um, asked me, they hit me on like Twitter and asked me, they were coming to my show and asked me if I was going to perform long term. I literally, I, w I couldn't even tell you what that song sounds like. <laughs> well, the line was this. Uh, I believe it's, uh, what is it? Um, of, course, of course I love pussy. I'm going to Ike Turner beat that. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Okay. <laughs> it was just great because the video, if you watch the video, it's a very high energy video. It's a throwback to like the old East Coast videos with a lot of energy in it. And it's just, you know, there's a group of people by the bridge, and it's just a, it's just a great video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember shooting that. That was when I was living in, uh, I was living in Bay Ridge in Brooklyn. Um, and that, yeah, that, that whole uh, shot is right under the Verrazano Bridge. Yeah, if I worked out, I would listen to that, but I don't work out. So it's a great. <laughs> so for everybody that does work out, look up the song. It would be great for you to get you hype right before you start doing the, the weightlifting. <laughs> or the treadmill or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is outstanding. No, like I said, was uh, it's it's very few. Like Aaron said, some a few weeks ago that kind of tripped me out. He said, "What did you say about meeting?" Uh, I don't want to say idol because it's but being meet. It's very rare that you ever get to talk to your favorite artist. It's it's very rare. Well, I said that you never want to meet your idols because they nine times out of ten they're going to let you down. But yeah. this this hasn't been that way. <laughs> this has been right. awesome. Because we, we I, I go ahead. I worked my bad. I worked at Fat Beats for for you know a long time, like I was saying before. And uh, you know I've met. There's very few artists that I probably haven't met. You know, um, and it was always so disappointing to me to meet an artist that I had like looked up to or like you know was really inspired by, and then to meet them and you know, to, to have them be an asshole or whatever. And just like, it would literally make it almost impossible for me to listen to their music anymore. Um, so that's like one thing that I've, that I've always, that I've always, you know, 
thought about in myself, like, even if I'm having a bad day or whatever the case may be, like, when you meet people, they just, like, it's nobody else's, it's not their fault, you know what I mean? So, like, you just got to always keep in into consideration. And it's like, dude, we're all, we're all people and we're all human. So, like, no one's better than anybody else, you know? We just do different shit. So, um, I consider myself to be a good person, and when I meet good people, I, uh, I show them the same respect that they show me, so. It reminds me of a funny story. Uh, when one of my supervisors came in, he was a pretty big wig at the company, I ain't going to name it. He said something to me, and I said, you know, if you walk across the street to Taco Bell and you tell them what your job is, you know what they're going to tell you? He said, what? I was like, they're going to ask you what your fucking order is. Exactly. Exactly. Needless to say, after that, I wasn't really welcome there anymore. Uh, he's a he was a he was a dick i mean there's no reason to belittle people just to better yourself and i know we do a comedy show and so i understand that but still though in actuality is just there's no reason to treat people like shit exactly exactly you just people should be fucking respectful to other people now one question is i i'm i'd met a few musicians before and one of the questions that it was tough for them to always hear is when somebody compared, have you been compared to anybody else? Like someone comes up, say, Hey, you remind me of. Yeah. And I always find it kind of funny. Cause I always feel like when people do that, I'm like, interesting. I would never thought that. Um, I've had people compare me to common. Um, I've had people compare me to Sadat X, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> um, I don't really see that. No, not at all. I like I like him, but I don't see that at all. Exactly. Same same with me. Like like I like Sadat X. I grew up, you know, Brian Nubian's shit yep. when I was young. Um and Common I Common I love. Like Resurrection I think is one of my favorite albums, like of all time, one of them, you know. Yeah, I mean absolutely because he's one of the Yeah, and, and a few of his other ones too. There's there's a bunch of them. One day it all makes sense is incredible. There's a lot of them. V is incredible. Um but uh Common Common, not that I I mean I don't really, I don't really think it. But when I heard "Common," I was like, "Okay, I could sort of see why you would think that." When I heard "Sadat X," I was like, "That's pretty interesting because he has a pretty distinct sort of voice." Um, and then someone recently, which I thought was really funny, um, someone said "DMX" to me. What? What? I mean, we're not no hip hop uh, or music journalists, but I mean, come on, that's the come on. I mean, I, I, I mean, you have the little, you have the little, you have the little distinct thing you do at the beginning of some of your songs, but it's not like, yeah, I don't know. The lyrics are totally night and day compared to each other. You're not grunting and growling. That, 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 that's what I'm saying. Completely night and day. And that's why I laughed at it. I was just like, okay. I mean, if you hear that, no, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not complaining about it, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. You don't seem like an angry person and not that I've ever met DMX and not that I've ever <laughs> said anything negative about him because he scares the shit out of me, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't see you as an angry person. I see you as a very uplifting artist. <laughs> Yo, I've seen the funniest thing ever. Actually. I went to, uh, I went, there was g had a show in New York, uh, last winter. Um, and I'm not necessarily a big G-Eazy fan, but he has some songs that I think are kind of dope. But um, I went, my friend had, you know, my friend was is a journalist or whatever and had a ticket, you know, an extra ticket. And she asked me if I wanted to go with her. So I was like, yeah, I'll go check it out. I want to, like, see what, like, his, see what his stage show is about and just see, like, what, you know, how the fans are and, you know, just sort of, sort of observe it, you know. And I went to the show and he brought DMX out. Oh, 
G Easy brought DMX out on stage, which I thought was very interesting. And uh, but it was the funniest shit I ever seen. He brought DMX out. DMX did uh, what fucking song they performed? Perform whatever song he performed one song. And G Easy goes like as he's like as DMX finishes performing the song, <laughs> he basically tells the crowd, "You want to hear another DMX song?" <laughs> and, DM and DMX looked at G Easy on stage, and like over the mic was like, "Nah, son, I ain't doing another song." And, he <laughs> and like, like yo, but like he looked like he was like pissed about it, like as if like, yo, why are you telling them that I'm gonna do another song? And, oh. like, dude, it was, like, the funniest shit ever. And G-Eazy <laughs> literally, like, like froze up. Like, you could see like, froze up. <laughs> shit. And, yo, he didn't say anything. It got, like, silent. It was, like, a, it was like, a, like one of those, like, awkward, silent pauses, you know? And then he just, like, all right, DJ, put on the next song. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> like he didn't know what to say. Like, he got, like, he got, like, scared for a minute. Like, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't have did that. Because, yeah. <laughs> dude. Was, like, that was, like, the funniest thing ever. I'm, like. <laughs> DMX in years and years like do it like does it like I don't think he even performs like, I don't know what he does and like the fact that like G-Eazy brought him out and then that happened I was like that was like the best thing ever <laughs> that's like when he was on the Chappelle show and uh and then they were they were having him Chappelle was having him play all the different songs and the DJ hit the um the beat to come on and had the lyrics on it and he turned around and just looked at him like why do you have that on there for why is there a lyric and he just that's <laughs> just and the guy froze just like that too, scared him to death. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, we actually played the um, we did a um, a movie uh, part one, part two. We actually um, our buddy TC told us to, that there's actually a root uh, DMX does Rudolph on YouTube. Oh man, I've seen it. It's the funniest shit. <laughs> it was really good. Yo, it was... It's so funny when he starts when he starts doing the drums on the, t on the yeah desk, yeah on the table or whatever, and he's like. He's like, uh, and Prancer and Dancer and Vixen. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I thought, the funniest thing was like the person was, was was ballsy enough to say, hey, by the way, can you sing a Christmas song for us? Like she was just like, can you do it? And any one of us want to ask him to do that. <laughs> Yo, dude, that was like the funniest thing. That was like two years ago. And that year, like DMX was like my top rapper of the year, but not for his music, just for his interviews. Like his interviews and his <laughs> And that, like, I, I don't even think he put out any music, but I was like, anytime that it was like, favorite artist, I was like, DMX hands down. Like, every interview that he did was like the most ridiculous thing. Did you see that one interview? I think it might be like Power 106 or something. And he's like, he looks like he's on drugs, first of all. Everybody's sitting down. He's standing up the whole time, just like, he can't stop moving. And he's talking about how, like, if Drake grew up in his hood, he'd be the kid that gets beat up all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's the funniest shit ever. Oh, see, I I have a I have a thirteen year old son, eleven year old son, um, uh -huh. and I grew up liking certain music, and they grow up, and now I listen to some of their music, and I just it just I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what are they listening to? Uh, what's that? I, ain't, I no. What's that? I ain't got no type. I I don't know. He had me play it one day, and I couldn't get into it's it. It's those uh, two little like look like they're like ten year old kids. They they sing uh, "I Ain't Got No Type." Um, I don't know. I, I see, but but the good thing is, Mister C, Mister Colin, he is a big concept fan though. Oh yeah, hell yeah. 
he loves the yeah when we play fuel yeah he'll but he keeps doing this like this dab like he looks like he's having a seizure yo the dab is crazy i have um my cousins have three three young girls uh one of them's my goddaughter and uh they're like yeah they're five seven and ten and they're all doing the dab too and I, was like, <laughs> and I, was, I, I was there one day and i was like my cousin's name is trisha i was like do you know what the dab is like do you know what it is she's like no I'm like, what is it and i like had to like explain it to her and she's <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> but you can ask ap mr my youngest well uh like he was playing uh nba 2k 17 and like no one was in down there in the living room and i just walked around a corner and i could see him and he's just like dabbing to the tv and like like trying to like i just like like a boy what's wrong with you that's incredible he's like i was just scored i just i just schooled steph curry i'm like dude it's a video game <laughs> He's like, I don't like Steph Curry now. I'm like, dude, you just made me buy him a hundred, your hundred, his hundred dollars shoes like a year ago. Well, he's garbage now. <laughs> and that's what's wrong. And that's why I'm just trying to get him into. And I realized that I've turned into, hey, get off my lawn, guy, because I am getting older. Yeah. Because I'm like, what the hell is this shit you're playing? Oh, dad, it's good. I'm like, I like, I love hip hop. That's not hip hop. That's some guy just like, either like, dad, don't you like trap music? I'm like. He goes, my son asked me if I knew what a trap house was. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm like, do you know what a trap house is? He's like, yeah. I'm like, son, we're middle class. Son, shut up. <laughs> I know what a trap house is. <laughs> I'm like, son, I, and yeah, I mean, I, I grew up a little, I grew up a little rough. I did. And compared to what my kids go through, but like, yeah. it, I see them now, like they want to, my son last night literally told me, he goes, he walked upstairs, the youngest goes, I want to be, uh, I don't want to be white. I want to be light skinned and, and went upstairs and didn't say another word. Shut the door. It is room. <laughs> I have I have this. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you have kids? Concept? Yeah, no kids. No kids for me. Oh, just, oh man. This, I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing now is like the, is kids. He, uh, AP has two young daughters, which I pray for him. Oh shit. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I tell, like, like I was saying, my cousin got the three daughters. I was telling her all the time, like I tell you know her husband too. I'm like, man, I feel bad for you guys. In a couple of years, they're all they're gonna have three teenagers, three teenage girls at once. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot, a lot of estrogen. I mean, I'm lucky. Mine are mine are just three and five, but it looks like my house puked a bunch of pink. <laughs> no, that, yeah, it's just, and that's and. Because the music now, I think, is a lot of it's I do enjoy it, but I don't listen to the radio. Like my yeah. wife, my wife listens to pop radio. Like she'll drive my car, and she had it on pop radio on my way over here to oh, do shit. this, and I almost wrecked my car. Because <laughs> it was just like I don't know, it was just some pop music that sounds like it was all generated in a booth by um, auto tune. Yeah, yeah. You just drive off. You just the song comes on. You just drive off a bridge. Yeah, and then I'm like, you know, and then I and then I play my music and um, well, but they're all fans now that I got to interview you. Oh my, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm like, I see how it is. Yeah. No, because I've been I've been called what's the what you what you call me about my music selection. Oh, you're kind of a snob. Because <laughs> I'll try to find stuff that people don't listen to. Because I like I like artists. I don't care if it's like. You know, people that write their own songs, 
whether it's hip hop or whether it's rock or whether it's whatever it is, folk. Yeah. Like, you know, Jim Croce is one of my favorite artists of all time. And, you know, because he wrote all his own music and he felt that stuff, so it came across great. But you can tell the people that write their music and that and don't. Yeah, exactly. Because I grew up, uh, my mom listened to country all the time, and I didn't realize how many of those songs were wrote by other people. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I mean, majority of pop music, obviously, too, you know. I didn't really realize, I didn't, and maybe this one thing you helped me figure out, like, I didn't realize some hip-hop songs were actually wrote by other people to perform also. Yeah. I didn't realize that for the longest time because I thought people with their notepads write down their lyrics and, you know, everything like that. But I, and I, I know what Ghostwriters is, but I didn't really realize how many people were actually using those. Yeah, I know. I'll never use a Ghostwriter ever. <laughs> it's just, it's just the, 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 the amount of disappointment in your voice right there. That was awesome. I know. <laughs> there, there, there is. Like, I, I've, like, I mean, obviously, you have, like, the Drakes and the Kanye's and shit like that that have ghostwriters and stuff like that. But, you know, I've heard of, like, other artists that I actually really like having ghostwriters. And I just sort of, like, mm, I'm going to just try to not believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd, I mean, that'd be uh, that'd be tough, though. It was, like, because I understand, like, if you're singing love songs, that's one thing. But if you're talking about, like, where you came from and what motivates you and it's not you, then that's just so disingenuous. That would break. Exactly. That would break my heart as a fan. I mean, I just couldn't, as as an artist myself and as a writer myself, like I just couldn't. I I would feel like it feels unethical for me to like take somebody else's lyrics and rap them or sing them. You know, like I just I just wouldn't be able to. I just wouldn't be able to do it. Like for my own dignity and my own self. You know, I'd feel I'd feel like shit about it. I would too if I feel like I know you're born in uh, Queens, but you're living in Brooklyn. Come to find out, you're actually from Sheboygan, uh, Wisconsin, or some shit. Exactly. Yeah, none of those lyrics were mine. Yeah. Like... Just a nice little good Jewish boy from Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, good lord. Um, but one thing we want you to do is here real fast. We're going to wrap this up because I know most likely you got an insane busy day because it is what uh one one thirty there. 1.30 p.m. So, but real fast. On Monday. On Monday. So, uh, real fast is just shoot out all your social media, where they can find everything at, and, and then obviously we'll put a link and we'll post all that stuff up there for you also like we always do. Hell yeah. Um, you can just go to imconcept.com, I-A-M, and then concept with a K. So, imconcept, K-O-N-C-E-P-T, imconcept.com. I have all my music videos up there. Um, I have my SoundCloud stuff up there. Um, you could follow all my social media from there. So that's probably the easiest way to do it. But if you want to know the social medias as well, on Instagram, it is Champagne Connie. Yes, it is ridiculous. Champagne, K-O-N-N-Y, Champagne Connie. On Twitter, it's just at concept with a K. Um, Facebook is concept fan page. Um, but like I said, it's probably easiest to just go to imconcept.com and you can find everything you need to find there. Um, you could also find me on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, add me to your playlist, Pandora, uh, SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud is I Am Concept. Um, and then I just put out my new music video, Understand Me, which is on my new um, YouTube channel, Concept Vivo. Um, so make sure that you go there and subscribe, watch the video, click that like button, leave a comment, and tell me how you're feeling about it. 
And, uh, yeah, like I always love to talk to my fans. So um, please hit me up on any and all social media and say hello. Yeah, because that's one thing he does do is he does repost, he does retweet, he does answer back. So, and he's true, he's a, he's a true fans artist because I think he does understand that, you know, without the fans, and no, I'm not talking about the overbearing fans, five in the morning want to take pictures in the, uh, take pictures in the airport, but I'm talking about the true fans. He definitely shows respect back to him. So he definitely, he, he did this, he did this little podcast. We've been doing this since uh, October and have him come on. It's just been a, uh, it's been the highlight of the podcast so far. Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah. <clears throat> I appreciate you guys. And, uh, when you hit me up, I definitely wanted to, uh, to jump on and chop it up with you guys. And, you know, I appreciate all the love and all the support you guys have been showing. So, you know, all nothing but respect for you guys. And then once we get these, some of these other technical difficulties fixed in the future, we will have him on. Um, and then, uh, especially when he's about, when this album's about to come out, we'll ask him to come back on if he has time, which I know we probably will. Cause he's a good dude. Um, and then, <laughs> cause, uh, as you know, if you've ever seen my social media, I promote the hell out of it because it's just something music I believe in. And I think that get on now before it gets too big kids, just same way with this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, all right. <clears throat> Well, man, uh, man, we we truly appreciate you coming on, man. It's been awesome, um, dude. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate, like I said before, man. I really appreciate you guys. So, uh, you know, anytime, and let's definitely let's definitely stay in touch, and let's uh, do it again when I'm when I drop this album. Yeah, for sure, man. Hell yeah, well, yo, fucking have an awesome day. All right, so we are. Uh, those of you now that you're lit, this is going to be confusing as hell. <laughs> now that everybody's listening, I guess. Um, this is the end of uh, the concept interview, but we are also uh, face Facebook live. live. The ending of this podcast, which this could be really confusing. Why? I just there's 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 like three different things going on, and I'm not sure which one to focus on. Well, we got Facebook Live. What up, Facebook Live? Um, so basically, we did, we just finished up the episode. We came back because we did it last Sunday, which we said in the intro. And but I think this whole Facebook phenomenon that I, I've heard about, I just joined. I'm trying to figure it all out. I think that uh, I think that people um, on there, I, I think they're pretty open and honest on that old Facebook uh, apparatus there. Yeah, man. Every, everybody seems to be uh, all political th- these days. No, I didn't see any. <laughs> I didn't see anything political all week. Something happened. No, huh, man. Not one thing happened. Did no, it? No, it was a pretty calm week, really. That's because uh, Tim's my uh, my long lost brother. Hey, you might as well be. Besides Craig, I do like my men big. <laughs> that's that's mean. That's mean. That, that is mean. It was it was your idea to do the weight loss video or the weight loss podcast, so <laughs> weight loss podcast, whatever it was, last video. Um, but also, while we're doing the Facebook Live, we do have some fun things possibly in the works. We actually been uh, doing some good stuff. Yeah, we do, really. Um, we got a few things coming up uh, next week. Should have uh, Blonde on Brunette come on. Uh, if you That'll don't know, be out the 30th, correct? That, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, and who, so. Whatever who, that Monday is. And who who are those lovely ladies? Well, Blonde on Brunette, if you want to know who they are, you can go to YouTube. Don't Google it. Go to YouTube. Yeah, don't Google it. Go to YouTube. And don't don't search don't search Blonde on Brunette on Facebook. It's not them. 
Um, but you can search them on uh, YouTube. They do a little show that uh, where they mix drinks. They come up with different drinks. Um, pretty good. Pretty funny. Really funny girls. Uh, pretty excited to have them on. Um, and then a uh, week after that, we will have um, TC back on for Conspiracy Theory uh, Part 2. And uh, I believe if you want to... Uh, imbibe in, I don't know if that's the word or not, uh, TC's little world. He's got a new, uh, he's got a new Facebook page called Info Warriors. Uh, be sure to check that out. He, it's full of all kinds of conspiracy shit. And yeah, just look, look for it under fake news. I think it's, I think it's there. <laughs> oh, shit. Greg said we're up to Smokecast Gangsters. Oh, shit. I thought, you don't have to read everything. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and then after that, it's been a great week. Uh, we got the interview concept, who's one of my favorite artists. But then I got that next night, I got a, a text message from uh, Mr. Mike. He, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going right. to be coming on the week after um, TC comes on. Yeah, so. I believe that's the, the 12th, 12th, 13th, yep. something like that. Yep. So, yeah, we'll finally get the paranormal guy. I know we had a few, several people asking. I keep wanting to say paranoid guy. I don't know why. Well, no, that's TC. <laughs> you, I had several people ask about the paranormal guy. When was he going to be on? Uh, my wife being one of them because she so badly wants there to be a ghost in our house. I, I don't. I don't know. I, is she? Is she on? She's probably not watching this. Is she? Good. <laughs> but <laughs> so. I think the I, I think that'll be good, and we're also got some other things on the work. I mean, we still have the survivalists in our reserve. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot and, about that. And so we have a lot of things going on. We've sent a lot of emails, and uh, we're hoping Sprozy's uh, ass comes back. Yeah, Sproz is supposed to be in town the weekend of the fourth. Get the chopper. His ass better be on this podcast. He's got nothing else to do. What's he doing? Seeing family? No, his uh, his. Uh, uh, stepdad is uh retiring oh that's exciting he's uh been a long time firefighter and chief i believe i don't know he's retiring that weekend so that'll be uh i'll be i'll be there i'll be there sprosy i'll be there you can you can get an hour away to come on down come on yeah man we we may have to reskip may have to move tc a little earlier because he flies out on sunday well i mean tc will do what we need him to do Oh, Willie. <laughs> I want to go. I think TC is going to have a new show. But I want to be on it. Oh. <laughs> It'd be a good time. We we can talk conspiracy theories in the Republican Party. He is a conspiracy theory. <laughs> like like there's some kind of conspiracy theory how he's made it this far. Oh shit. Oh, I'm I'm all, I'm all on him to this time. Is TC on there? Yeah, yeah, because I don't think it's listed under that. It's listed under his other name. Oh yeah, that's true. Because I think he has three names, so he gets like you know three tax checks or something. Oh shit! <laughs> is that how, is that how they avoid taxes? I think so. All right. <laughs> I did ask him. I, I asked him. Uh, I think it was on Friday. I was talking to him, and I was talking to him about taxes and stuff. And he, uh, oh yeah, he had wonderful ideas. I mean, if you get a chance to talk to him, he ha- he does have a lot of knowledge. I'm busting his balls, but I really get along with him really well. Um, he's helped me out a lot. So, 
Hey, if you are watching on uh, Facebook Live right now and you do have um, the internet, you want to find out a little more about Concept, uh, this is his website, right? We got up right now, and he says it on the podcast. Uh, but this is IamConcept.com. Um, this is the Fuel EP, which we, um, me and BJ, really love. And then um, this, is that his new? Yeah, yeah that's so, his new one. So this is what he talks about on, on, on the podcast where he released a new track every Thursday, Champagne Connie. Thursdays, he was releasing new m- music. Um, Evicted is a great song. Understand Me is his new vi- video he just put out. He actually has his own Vivo. I guess that means you're actually um, well, certified, right? Well, just yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. And then he has a, a Time to Go is a great song. So I... A lot of his great music, he, um, like I said, and one thing that was cool, he explained some of the videos he did, where he shot them at, and everything like that, and and for being somebody who has all this, and giving us almost an hour, like we said earlier, was pretty cool. Um, so he actually, uh, Concept J57, they were both members of the Brown Bag All-Stars. There's the Fuel, um, that was the off the EP, that was his very first video he released, it was a great video. Porcelain's a great video. Um, Crazy's be- I mean, they're all great. And I know I'm marking out because I'm a huge fan, but I mean, there's, he changed. If you go back and listen to Awaken, like his first album, and go all the way to where it's at now, it's totally different. The Excitement video, if you saw me and, um, me and Aaron, me and AP actually did the, um, on, oh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. We did this. That's kind of where we got the idea from. Um, but he tells a story about, go, if you watch this video, excitement and then listen to the story he explains what happens the whole day and yep. it's it he talks about the liquor that they have and they're drinking so it's pretty cool yeah uh zach terrell said what's up bp who did zach terrell oh yeah what's up man all right well so they also has his contact tours and merchandise you know support him just, I mean, he also has, he also talks that he's on, um, Spotify now he's on SoundCloud. He's on iTunes. Yeah. He's on all that. <clears throat> all right. Well, we've already, this is about, um, about an hour and 10 minutes into this podcast. We just wanted to, uh, Facebook live since we had so much fun on it last weekend. And plus we just <laughs> love doing, we just love doing the podcast. So we just thought we'd dip in. And uh, get on the mics and just and do some things. So yep, so. And, let, and show you kind of what we do when we do do the podcast. Yeah, we make love to the mic. Of course, usually there's more than more than just two people in here, but slapping the bass, slapping the bass. <laughs> but uh, so to wrap this up, uh, remember you can follow us on uh, Twitter. We are at Smugcast Show. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Smug. It is at Smugcast underscore. We are also on Facebook. If you want to follow us, here are the people that are on Facebook Live. And just search for Smugcast. You'll see it. You've probably seen me share it. Um, also, if you got any questions, anything you want to send us, uh, you send it to smugcastshow at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter. Uh, it is uh, smugcast underscore AP. Uh, you can also find BJ on Twitter. At the BJ Robbins. At the BJ Robbins. I love it. <laughs> hey, but real fast, we'll wrap this up. Um, thanks for everybody. A lot of these people are on there support us, and and actually our downloads have increased. Yeah. 
um, where some great things are happening, but we couldn't done it without you guys. And that's one thing Concept says about his fans. It's weird for us as fans because most people in life don't like us. (laughs) So pretty obvious, but I just want to say thanks to all the fans and, and hopefully we got, hopefully we'll put out another good show. And like I said, hopefully we'll get him back on. And I I got two possibilities that might be coming up and I won't even say it. If it happens, then I'll be really excited. Yeah. Uh, also got to thank, uh, Ranger nutrition. Uh, you can go to rangernutrition.com, use promo code SMUGCAST. Uh, you will get 15% off your order. Uh, also, Jay's Wings and Seafood over on the east side of Indianapolis. Hey, Jay. Um, it's, it's great food. <laughs> I can't even tell you. It's it's just great. <laughs> and we actually, his wife will actually work with the discount now. Oh, she will? Yeah. She's, oh, that's She's already taking care of me. That's fantastic. Uh, if you get in there, use promo code SMUGCAST, you'll get 10% off your order. Um also got to thank uh, Repo Records, Repo Records taking the music back. And if uh, they're if amazing, you're, if you're watching this on, uh, let me see this phone. If you're watching this on Facebook Live, um, you will see that uh, Repo Records hooked us up with all this sound foam, everything. They hooked it up. Uh, he was on here a minute ago. I don't know if he's still on here now, uh, but. He uh he hooked us up, man. He's Studio been making it, he's been making it sound sexy since 2016. That's right. Taught us how to run all this software over here uh, that I'd had no clue how to do, but uh, <laughs> I do now. So uh, anyway, that's uh, Repo Records taking the music back. Um, but I think that's a wrap. Yeah, I think uh, let's uh, let's go get some food. I am hungry. We're, we're going to go Jay's Wings and Seafood over on the east side of Indianapolis. And say Smugcast and, and say get, get 10% <laughs> off. That's right. All right. Well, that's it for another episode. All right. Stay smug, kid. Stay smug. Stay smug.